0: I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. I am recording today during the lunch break of the construction workers who are going to be outside of my window for the next couple of weeks so got to got to get the time in when I can so today we are talking about competition and this came up for me recently which is why I'm very excited to talk about it because I didn't realize until let's say yesterday, how competitive I am. I've always known it. And I've always thought of it as a very positive trait. And I will talk about the positive side of competition. But there's also this part that sort of sneaks in. There's a part of our nature that looks at competition as something that we need to fight, right? Like there's this kind of fight a sensation that happens when we get competitive with people. And then we lose the bigger picture when we get really caught up in that, in that fight state. So let's talk about, let's talk about some examples and where it's healthy and where it might not be so healthy. So, so competition can be friendly, right? There can be that friendly sense of competition that you might have with your friends. And you know that it's healthy when it's pushing you, but you don't have this kind of ego attachment to it, right? Like you want to win, but if you don't win, you're still going to have fun, right? So that's a friendly competition. You can still have fun. (laughs) And then there's this competition where you really feel like you're at odds with someone, that you're really like two people working against each other. And that's the part that I started noticing for myself yesterday. So, if you're in the services industry, and even if you're in a product based business, you have competition, right? Like, we in marketing, we're like, we got to look at the competition. We have to look at the, you know, we have to do the gap analysis. Like, and and competition is a big part of the work, right? Like understanding what other people are doing, understanding the industry, understanding where you fit inside the industry. But where it starts to get unhealthy is when you start seeing other people in the industry and you're either jealous or you start changing the way you work because you see them having a level of success that you want. And so you just start adapting the way you work to be more like them from this sort of competitive nature. Like, who do they think they are? So here's how it came up for me. And now when I think about it, it's really funny. So I sign up for a lot of emails, um, email newsletters, just to kind of keep my pulse on things or keep a pulse on things. And I get a newsletter from a very dear friend and who was also my coach and you know who you are um and she she's doing a podcast i mean I, I guess i can talk about it i just always feel weird giving examples and then using people's names but in any case she was doing a podcast and on the podcast she was interviewing a woman who was teaching people how to leverage kundalini for their business and if and you know who you are <laughs> like i mean my friend knows who she is now. Okay. So when I first read this email, my first reaction, and again, it makes me laugh now thinking about it. I was like, who does this lady think she is? <laughs> like, why does everyone all of a sudden think they can coach on business? This is what was coming up in my brain. And because it had been sort of this pattern of things I started to, to see happening in the world. So this was the the straw. But throughout the last couple of weeks, I also saw an astrologer saying how to leverage astrology in your business. And I saw another woman who I think also is in astrology and she was saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm a business coach. I'm going to help you with your business. And then we see like the human design experts too, who are like, we're going to, you know, look at your human design for your business. Now, here's what's funny. Last week, I did an episode on magical thinking where I was like, just believe anything you want that's going to move you forward. <laughs> this week, I was like, who? WTF? Like, who are all these people thinking they can coach on business? Because my brain was like, They didn't sweat and toil the way that I did. They didn't work in startups for 20 years and like understand all the phases of growth. They haven't sat through mergers and acquisitions. Like they don't know how to grow a team and to take a company that's basically doesn't even understand what the word profit means or track profit and loss into in a year and a half, like super profitable business where they could sell. So this is how, where my brain's going. Like, they're not legitimate. Who do they think they are? (laughs) This is my competition, right? Like, oh my God, like these people who are in this spiritual space and now they're like leveraging that and putting it into business and now they're competition. And it was so interesting. It wasn't very long for me to realize like, what are you doing, dude? (laughs) Why are you feeling competitive with these people? Because what's interesting is that my mission in my work and in my life, because I feel like it's connected, is to break this pattern, this thought pattern we have about business, meaning grind, meaning working 80 hours a week, meaning losing our whole identity into the into our workspace, never taking breaks, workaholism, responding to emails on vacation. These are all like really bad patterns that we've developed in business. And it's really my mission to sort of break that apart. Like, let's start over. New new business model, new way of working. Let's get rid of the nine to five. No more tracking PTO. Can we just like open this up a little bit? And guess what? When you incorporate this spirit, these spiritual practices, right, when you're looking at kundalini or astrology or human design, guess what? It's a model that's breaking the pattern, breaking the old ways of working. And my brain couldn't see that at first because my brain was just like competitive, competitive, like, what are they doing? Do they have bigger audiences than me? Like, what do I need to do different? This is unfair so interesting, right? But really, these are just more people with likely a similar mission, right? I mean, I don't know this for sure, but I'm assuming. So I think it's interesting that our brain goes immediately into that space because what it does is it cuts us off from creativity. We get into this like fight state. And I think anytime we get into this fight state, where we like feel this aggression, sort of. Not that I was feeling aggressive, but judgy, right? Like we get into this judgy space. It really closes us off. It's sort. It's similar to that to the um, improv game. Yes, and right. If you're if you're doing improv, and somebody's trying to get you into their scene or start a trajectory for the scene, if you say no to what they ask you, it stops, right? If you say yes, then you you allow yourself to be taken on this fun road, wherever it may lead you. And this is what I want to remind you about competition. There's a place for competition. There's a place for friendly competition where you're not tied to the outcome and it just helps push you, right? You're just like, okay, this is the thing I needed to light a fire under me. Let's go. I love that, right? Like that's cool. When you're, you know, when I'm like on the soccer field with my son, I'm not trying to like take him down, but it does make me like a little bit competitive. Like let me show you what mama can do, you know? And and I work harder than if I'm just like kicking the ball around by myself, right? Like there's this friendly competitive edge that we pick up when we're in that sort of back and forth. Like it's fun. But when we're in that space where we we start getting judgy and Comparing and chasing, and this fighty kind of energy, we just cut ourselves off from what could the opportunity be, right? So now that I'm on the other side of that, and luckily it didn't take me very long to see what my brain was trying to do. Now that I'm on the other side of it, what I can do is I can look at these people as collaborators, right? Like these are people with a similar mission. And and really, the outcome for me is to break this pattern with as many people and as many corporations as possible. Because at the end of the day, if I look at the big, big, big picture connected to this, I feel very strongly that it's because of corporations and greed and power and the way that that world has grown, that's a lot of the reasons why we have environmental Issues, right? Like we've looked, we've pushed consumerism to this space where it's all like make it and throw it away, and corporations sort of sit at the top of that stack. So if we can start to shift these patterns and shift the patterns away from this power and greed cycle, then we're in a healthier space to have interesting transactions with one another that don't basically like rape and pillage the environment. So so now I'm I'm open, right? Now I'm open to collaborating with these people because it's gonna help the mission grow faster, further, right? Because everyone's, I feel like everyone in this space, and I just had this conversation with a colleague. I feel like everything in this space, in this kind of coachy, self-helpy space, wellness space, essentially we're all saying the same things, right? Like limiting beliefs, don't stand in your own way self-care, open your heart. We're all saying the same things, but in our own unique way, because the way I say it is going to resonate with some people. And the way the Kundalini businesswoman says it is going to resonate with other people. And that's sort of the beauty of this, right? And this is when you start to feel the power of quantity right? Like we want more people saying this message so that it gets through to more people so that we're all sort of on the bandwagon. But Now there's no more competition. Now it's like, dudes, we're in this together. Let's figure out a way to like reach more people with this message. And now it's exciting. Now it's like, okay, now I'm going to take action from this place that feels really interesting. It's more community, right? Like let's, Let's build this community and leverage this community. There's more power behind, you know, more people. There's more change that you can foster with bigger groups of people. So so this is where you start to look at these people that were, quote unquote, competitors. And now it's like this open forum, right? Now it's this open space. There's creativity. There's opportunity for connection and community. So, but you have to recognize when your brain is doing it, right? When your brain is like chasing or afraid, right? You see somebody that you see as a competition and then your brain goes into fear and, and scarcity. And again, like no judgment, it's, it's very normal, but it's great to be aware of that. Like, oh, you know, I was sitting there reading this email and I was get, oh, having all those thoughts, all the things were coming up. And then by the end of the email, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I'm like getting all fired up and like feeling all competitive and judgy. Look at me. How, how is this serving me? And And I can laugh because I think sometimes it's, it is funny. You know, I mean, it's fun to sort of play, right? To be playful and like poke people like, ah, you know, who do you think you are? It's kind of funny to say it because I don't really mean it, right? I can kind of make light of it now. But, but when you're really like sitting in that, in that fear and the scarcity that comes from feeling very competitive with someone, it's not going to move you further. And it, I think, and it's, it's interesting, I think, in in the other places in our lives where it comes up. I mean, I, it's just occurred to me I was thinking about Adidas and Puma, right? These two brothers who were so freaking competitive with one another. There was so much baggage within that competition that they couldn't even pull it together enough to make like a super brand, right? They had to they had to split and make two brands which essentially do the exact same thing. And then they would have these gentlemen agreements and they'd handshake on certain things. And then one of them would like break the handshake agreement, for instance, put shoes on players in the World Cup. and, And then a relationship is over, right? Like they completely close themselves off from being brothers and they completely close themselves off from collaboration, right? We, we see all these brand collabs now, which are really interesting because it is that creative space where it's like, Hey, why don't we just leverage the power that we both have rather than fighting against each other and just like grasping at some kind of market share, right? Like, Oh, there are only X number of people that are going to buy this type of service. I want a bigger piece of the pie. I'm going to go out and grab it. And I'm going to take it away from other people. I think that's just scarcity mindset, right? I mean, that's just the mindset of scarcity. Like, I need to take what's mine. And this again goes back to my philosophy about business, where that's the rape and pillage model, right? Take what's yours, take it, hurry, grab it before somebody else gets it, or grab it, grab the toilet paper so that you have it in case there's a pandemic, right? Or in case the grocery stores close. The thing apparently you need most is toilet paper. So grab, grab, grab. And it gets into this competitive space. I mean, we've even seen people on TV. I mean, I I find this like so incredibly sad, but we see people like at Christmas time going to these sales and getting trampled, right? Getting trampled by the people who are so competitive. They have to be at the front of the line. They have to grab the electronics faster than anyone else. And guess what? Like people get hurt. So if you are feeling competitive in any space in your life, I urge you to just take a deeper look at that. Is it friendly? Is it tongue in cheek? Is it something that you don't feel tied to any type of outcome? Or is there like a chasey, fighty, judgy kind of energy? Is there a judgy kind of energy that's coming up for you? that you want to look at, that you want to spend some time with and understand. Because if you are in business for yourself, that competition is not necessarily going to get you the results that you're hoping it will, right? You're not going to take over the world, take over the industry, right? You might just end up getting hurting somebody along the way. So consider thinking about the the more open approach of collaboration, community. I sort of have to say I I love this about women in business. I think I am in close touch with lots of women in this industry, specifically in business coaching and consulting even. Really specifically, my niche and we talk and collaborate and we share ideas and we talk about what's working and what's not working and there's no competition. Because I think what we realize too, and I think if you feel confident enough in your business that you're at a certain point in your business, you really do understand the power of your personal brand, your personal unique take on things right? It doesn't, it's just not going to resonate with anyone, everyone. And that's the beauty, right? Not like my approach is not going to resonate for everyone, but what's beautiful is that my approach will resonate with some people. And then the other people will find someone who they resonate with. If everyone feels comfortable bringing their voice forward, right? I mean, that's the other piece. If you feel the need to like share information and and teach, then own it and do it because there are people that need to hear from you. And that's, that's a hurdle to get over. I mean, you should have seen me in the beginning of all this. I have never, ever, ever considered this or doing YouTube videos. Like that was so far from what I felt comfortable doing. And now I feel like it's like my main, (laughs) my main way to connect. It's so important to me now. But if I was just full of competition and if I was only watching what everyone else was doing and I was chasing and I was trying to do all the things, I don't think my message would feel as rooted and grounded in in my belief system, right? Which is not, again, not going to resonate with everyone. It's not going to meet everyone's needs, right? But some of you are listening and some of you keep returning and some of you are getting something from this. And that means that I should keep doing it, right? Like that's a reason to keep doing it. And if I stop doing it because I'm watching the way someone else does it and it feels hard to do it that way, that's a shame, right? I, lo- I love looking at people now when I get myself over that hurdle, when I recognize that I'm, that I'm closing myself off by being competitive when I open that up and I start watching what people are doing, I'm like rooting for them. I love it. I love watching people find and hone in on the, the messaging and the way they get their their ideas across in their own unique way, which is something I've talked about before. I talked about that in, a, in an episode a couple of weeks ago about marketing in your own authentic way. I think that's important. But the other piece to that is this competition And it's kind of like a little bit of FOMO too. Like I see what these people are doing. I assume they have more clients. I assume they have more success. I assume they have more money. I am making up stories about people that I see. And and that's creating, you know, jealousy and awe and competition and judgment. And instead, if I'm rooting for them and I'm like, yes, another person who's like driving this mission forward and I'm thinking about collaboration and I'm thinking about community, it's so different, right? Now it's like my world is huge instead of my world is really small. Now it's like, oh my God, there are endless possibilities of ways to connect with these people. There's something really valuable in what they're offering. I need to get them on the podcast. Like, I want to share their story and vice versa, right? Now it's an opportunity instead of something that makes me feel insecure or unworthy. So think about that. I think it happens a lot more in the work space than we think it does. I think there's a lot of competition with colleagues. And I, th- I see that especially in, in sports brands. And I know I'm kind of like singling out sports brands. I don't know why this episode. Um, but you know i think sports is where we see a lot of that competitiveness come out and i think in sports brands there is um you know from my experience working with them in my, in my advertising world i do see a lot of internal competition that doesn't necessarily serve the brand or the work right i think i think a lot of people get hurt to be honest i think it it hurts people in the long run when they're pushing so hard to compete because they think that's the way you're supposed to show up in that in that environment. But like you see that's how everyone else is is reacting and so you think that's the way you're, you should react. Instead of realizing like okay that's coming from competition, that's coming from insecurity, that's coming from fear, is there another way I can show up here where I still feel valued? And then voice it. I mean, I think that's the other thing when you're seeing competition happening around you and it's making you uncomfortable, it's okay to talk about it, dudes. I mean, that's one of the biggest things I learned about being here in the Netherlands is this idea that like just be direct about how you feel. Americans and British have a really hard time with this. I think we're the we're the cultures that have the maybe the most difficult time, but it's hard for us to really like be straightforward about our feelings. We we're, we're trying to accommodate everyone. But it's much better if you're like, I see this competition going on around me. I feel this need to show up that way. Can I, can I, you know, run this by my supervisor? Can I, can I get a gut check? Is that how you want me to show up? Like, is that required? Is that a part of this job? And if it is, then you get to make a choice, right? And then you get to make a choice. But if you're just showing up because you're seeing everyone around you show up that way. And you're pushing into a space that doesn't feel comfortable or natural for you, trust me, there is another way. And it's much more effective because it creates collaboration with a team. And I think ultimately, like the businesses that thrive are the businesses that have these teams who are thriving. And I'll just get on like another soapbox really quick and I can do a- another podcast about this. But I think team building is not about having parties. Okay. (laughs) Like, can we just stop doing that? It's not about having parties that doesn't work for introverts. Also PS, um, team building is about creating work flows and collaboration opportunities that where everyone gets a voice, where everyone feels like they're inside of this well-oiled machine and you're all passing the ball back and forth. And it feels like we're all in this together, okay? And that's about the work. It's not about the parties. It's not about the ping pong, which I don't think that even exists anymore. But it's not about the whatever else, like the Zoom happy hour. That's all just like awkward conversation. It has nothing to do with the work or or getting a team going, a team together. A team works best together when they have a leader that's helping them be strategic in the way they work together and collaborate. And that's not going to work if everyone on the field is competitive with each other. Right. Again, friendly competition. One thing, if you're like, dude, I got you. Like I am going to like, I'm going to hit those sales goals or whatever and I'm going to like nail you. Um, That's friendly competition. Like that's fun. And that, and it is, and it does sometimes kind of like get you to the next level. Right. Like, um, I kind of have that with my son where we're both, you know, we we like to work out or whatever, super nerdy. And he's like, oh, I did this many push-ups or I did this many sit-ups. And I'm like, okay, I got to like beat that number because I'm the old lady that needs to compete. Um, and it's fun, right? It makes it fun and it does. It like pushes you in a good way. But if you're not feeling pushed in a good way, if it's feeling judgy or you're not even noticing it, you know, I would just like look for it, pay attention to it because it it can come up in surprising ways. It is something that it doesn't just exist on the sports field, right? I mean, I think this sense of competition is around us. Sometimes it happens even with our spouses where it's like, let me one up you. I I need to get the last word that comes from a little bit of the competitive that we have with one another as human beings. And I think some people have it more than others, but just be aware of it. Look for it. It just cracked my shit up this morning when I like, read this email, which like was so, it was such a fun email. It's such an f- interesting, fun concept. It perfectly goes with the, the podcast I recorded last week about, about magic, like believing in magic, Letting those beliefs take you forward, and then and then here I am. <laughs> like, I had to talk about it because I just found it so interesting, and I think it, it's something that we all, you know, not necessarily struggle with, but we see it, right? And and I would just, you know, ask you to be aware of how it's showing up for you, externally or internally. So that's it. That's the big message for the day. I'm gonna cut out of here before the uh, construction gets incredibly loud right outside my window. Um, So I'll leave it at that. Talk to you guys next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.